0: Hey, it's Larry. Uh, Thanks for listening. Happy New Year. Real quick, before we get into this episode, I had such an amazing, eye-opening, life-changing experience at the World Parkinson Congress in Kyoto that I want others to have that opportunity too. So, Becca Miller and I and 24 of our PD community friends have launched a year-long WPC travel grant fundraiser. We're each doing a two-week Facebook fundraiser. Mine's underway right now because my birthday's January 9th. All the money raised will be used to help offset travel costs so more people with young onset Parkinson's can attend the next WPC in Barcelona in 2022. You can search out details on the When Life Gives You Parkinson's Facebook page or donate directly to the WPC website. Go to WPC2022.org slash YOPD fund. If you or your business would like to supply matching funds... Hey, good on ya! Email me at parkinsonspot at curiouscast.ca. And now, on with the show. It's time for another extra dosage episode of When Life Gives You Parkinson's. These are the in-between bits, the special bonus content to get you through to the next full episode. Hi, I'm Larry Gifford, along with Nikki Reitmeyer and my wife, Rebecca Gifford.
1: Yes, today we've invited... Larry, and his wife, Rebecca, into the studio for a chat about some recent life events in the Gifford household and how Parkinson's played a role in that. Do you guys know what I'm yeah, hinting at here? what are you talking about? <laughs> Let's talk about Luna. Rebecca, who was Luna?
2: Luna was an adorable, is an adorable little puppy. That's a mix of every kind of small dog you can... Imagine and the cutest version of every one of them. And we invited this dog into our home after we had an opportunity to finally have a dog again in our life. Our landlord opened her mind a bit to that opportunity and,
0: um, we, jumped so we, on and it. We, we seized the
2: we, <laughs> we seized the opportunity after. Five, six years without a dog, and feeling really like, especially Henry and myself, feeling very much like we wanted to welcome a dog into our life again. And so the minute the opportunity came out, we were like, oh, let's do this. Like within 48
0: hours of getting the green light, we had a puppy.
2: Oh, yeah. I'm going to guess maybe it was a little too soon. Oh, you think? Yeah.
0: <laughs> we probably should have thought it through a little bit more um, when we brought Luna into the house. Um, there was a few things that happened that uh, I wasn't expecting. First off, I have troubles with walking and balance at times. And to have a five-pound little dog whipping around your feet right. in the kitchen, uh, it was not something I anticipated or even thought of. I mean, we, we, and We've gone over this together. Like, we weren't even considering Parkinson's when we were considering a no. puppy.
2: No. Oh. And in retrospect, as a funny aside... Larry met with his counselor not long after that went down, and she was like, "Oh no, puppies and Parkinsons Uh, do not mix." Really, I wish we thought of that. (laughs) (laughs) That does make sense
1: though, because you've got this little—I mean, for anyone who's ever had a puppy before, they know you have this little wild lunatic that you've basically invited into your household. Mm -hmm. There are a ton of work, a ton of responsibility, and a lot of energy. So when you're dealing with something in your own life like Parkinsons, I and mean, That's a big extra number to add to the equation.
0: Well, This was all going down when we were doing the sleep episode.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, geez. So you're already lacking sleep, so and then you're going to get a dog getting sleep, any? and we're getting oh, a puppy man. who has to
0: get up every three hours to go to the bathroom. So that didn't help. And then Rebecca <coughs> would be home with the puppy all day. So when I come home from work, she's like, "Okay, you're on puppy duty." Well. I have Parkinson's. I just
2: want to relax. <laughs> right. There was nobody relaxed pretty much the entire two weeks that she was there. It was there. not and smart. We had, <laughs> and we understood the work. We've had puppies before. We've under, we understood the work that a puppy is... We talked about it as a family. We considered it because we were also considering maybe going through a a pet adoption organization, getting an older dog, a trained dog. Um, And we saw this and said, can we handle this? And it was... 30 seconds later we were calling and saying hey is the puppy still available it just it it almost was this denial part of the process of not considering well we've done this before we can still handle this we're experienced at this we can do this not considering the additional issues yeah. that parkinsons now Brings to our to every decision. Frankly,
0: well, what's interesting is when I was talking to my counselor, she's like, "What? What I'm very happy about is that for a moment you forgot you had Parkinson's."
2: Oh. <laughs> and
0: she goes, "That's great, but you know, you you do need to consider it."
2: <laughs> but you can't forget you have Parkinson's. Yeah. Is you know, what it. What one of the lessons was. It's interesting because you know here
1: we're talking about uh, having a puppy and and bringing a, a puppy into a household when you've had puppies or, or dogs in the past and you know you thought you could handle it just fine and. Now with Parkinson's, it it kind of changes things a little bit. I imagine that this is a relatable scenario for people with young onset Parkinson's who maybe want to even have a second child, Mm -hmm. who have thought in the past, Mm -hmm. we already have one or two children, you know, let's have another And now, all of a sudden, with Parkinson's in the mix, can make life more complicated, you know, not just with a puppy, but
2: with a baby, too. I would imagine. Oh, I can't imagine. I I, I I wouldn't do that again. I mean, we'd already decided that we weren't going to have another child after this. But if it was not long after we'd adopted Henry and we're yeah. still in that phase of maybe we will, maybe we won't, yeah. it certainly would have colored. And this would have been a big, huge lesson to that yeah. as well. It's like, well, if we can handle a puppy, of course we can't handle a second child. So I would imagine that would feel limiting to a lot of folks, to your point, with un, with young onset. And disappointing. Because well, if they'd probably already imagined we're going to have two, three kids, and if they only have one child, yeah. you know, then that you know family choices in a bigger way than ours are affected. He, uh,
0: the interesting thing is you are... Caretaking Henry when I'm at work, and you're caretaking me when I'm home, and then we said, "Hey, well, you want a dog too, so you can caretake <laughs> that as well." Yeah. Not taking into account everything she's going through, and the
2: fact that she has caretaker. to take
1: care of herself. Right? Yeah, caretakers oh, need to take care you too. To take care of yourself too.
2: Uh, <laughs> event, uh, occasionally, yeah, um, no, and and I was the one. Pushing it along, I was the one with the sense of urgency behind it because I'm the one who actually has wanted a dog since we lost our last dog five six years ago. So I so I I was the one researching. Here are our options. I was filling out applications for the pet adoption organizations, whatnot. I I was the one kind of pushing that along, and so I believe my denial was the deepest. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I, I you know I think that was a huge lesson of it. Was I think we're still in the process of grieving our pre-Parkinson's life and coming to terms with that. They say denial is one of the stages of that. And perhaps that was evident that we're we're still not fully accepting and acknowledging everything that has changed because frankly every choice, almost I can say almost every choice, I'm trying to remember a choice recently, other than a meal that we <laughs> where we chose the menu or something that wasn't affected by Parkinson's especially when it comes to these life choices. It can be it can be a hard realization. It was a hard realization for us. I cried for a day. I snuggled with the puppy the day that we gave it gave it away and, and cried and it was almost like, "Okay, why? Well, I know it's the right thing. I can't keep you. You can't be in my life. It's better for all of us that you're not there." But I think it was also, you know, an emotional day because I was kind of in the process of grieving that and saying, "Okay, this was a wake-up call." Weird. There are a lot of things that we can't that we can't do now. And it's grieving those things while also seeing all the new things that we can do and the things that the Parkinson's brings to our life. But you also have to grieve that too. That's that's an important part of the process. It sounds like
1: you weren't just grieving one thing, the loss of the puppy. You weren't just grieving that the puppy was going away. You were grieving the loss of your old life as well.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. And she served a purpose in that way, and for that I'm grateful because it, it offered us an opportunity, and very emotionally, too, because we were all three emotional about this choice, while knowing it that it was the right thing. All knowing, And I believe that one of the reasons why we were so emotional is because of what you just said, where we're grieving that our pre-PD life that doesn't exist anymore.
0: Yeah, unfortunately. I miss it.
2: <laughs>
0: Although I will say Henry Henry probably had the best reaction. So Luna goes away and we all come back into the house and we're crying and he goes, Can I get a fish?
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be just fine. But still. Yeah, but everyone he's also the one who I think continues to miss her to some extent. He still brings it up. Every once in a while. So oh, I miss Luna. It'll be the dog like, yeah. that got away. <laughs> right. <laughs> we will get a more appropriate dog down the line. For sure. That is
1: your extra dosage. As always, we're very grateful to have Parkinson Canada as our partner for this podcast. And you can find more information at parkinson.ca.
0: On the next episode of When Life Gives You Parkinson's. So uh, we've arrived at the uh, Parkinson's Wellness Center where I'm going to try boxing for the first time. (laughs) This should be interesting. So hands up. Jab. Good. Cross. Jab. I don't know, it just uh, feels feels good, although me you on know, my right hand, like look, look, you can see it's shaky right now. I've been doing this for about a year and a half. Okay. You know, oh, this has saved my life. Really? I'm not really CrossFit shape. That's okay. Is that okay? Am I going to survive or am I crazy? We will start
1: with where you're at.
0: Okay. I'm intimidated
2: by the ropes on the wall.
1: Yep, we're not using the ropes okay, on the wall right you. now.
2: Yeah. I don't know what it would be like without CrossFit. Having my diagnosis. Uh, I noticed that, you know, your gait was something that was challenging you. One, and two, one, two, can you hear that? Yeah. Two. So Often though, people's one, function two, improves drastically. One, it just two, takes a little bit of one, poking and prodding to get those things working.
0: You actually flick my feet.
2: I flick your feet, Yeah.
0: The diagnosis is he- heavy. It, it sort of weighs you down. Yeah. And it sort of wraps you in a cocoon and you feel smaller and smaller and smaller. And you're, there, there's this, there's part of you that's just like, well, this is my in life. And there's nothing I can do about
2: it. Yeah.
0: And then what you've shown me is that there is something you
1: Thanks for listening. Please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast, and you can do that on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you're listening to this right now. And while you're there, give the show a rating, and feel free to leave your comments, too.
0: And tell your friends about the show. You can tag us on social media at Parkinson's Pod on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, or jot us a note, Pod at curiouscast.ca. Keep positive. Keep exercising. And keep listening. We'll talk to you next time.